Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. You know, we're past the two-year anniversary of the death of Ashley Babbitt. And we saw a lot of grandstanding on January 6th this year by Joe Biden and a lot of the Democrats with the Capitol Police once again, um, acting like the Capitol attack is somehow the same as Pearl Harbor or um, September 11th, something that needs a ceremony each and every year. But we didn't see the media give any coverage to the death of Ashley Babbitt, who was shot by uh, police officer Robert Byrd or Michael Bird, whatever. And he just randomly shot into a crowd of people, and Ashley Babbitt was the recipient. And there was no pushback by the media, no pushback by all these Black Lives Matter anti-police folks at that time uh, for that action. And it was way worse than anything that we saw over the summer of 2020 from police officers. I mean, this guy literally just shot into a crowd of people. He could have hit multiple people. He could have shot a kid. I mean, he should have been penalized, lost his job. And just to make note, this is the same police officer that was already penalized in the past because uh, he went to the bathroom and took care of his business, apparently, and he forgot his gun. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah, he forgot his gun in the bathroom at the Capitol, and it ended up being retrieved. Uh, So he's reprimanded for that. This is the same guy that ended up shooting Ashley Babbitt, incompetent. And Joe Biden goes and gives him a bunch of awards, treats him like a hero. And we're seeing the same thing with all these Capitol Police officers. Uh, How about the guy with the neck tattoos? That's like Kathy Griffin's best friend now. Uh, Rob and I have had our suspicions up about him since the beginning. I don't trust that guy one bit. And it's just sad to see that Ashley Babbitt is not getting the respect that she deserves. This is a woman that served our country. She loved America. She fought for America. Um, And to see her death being thrown under the rug like it has been, it's just truly sad. But we're not going to throw it under the rug here on After Dark with Robin Andrew. We're going to take a few minutes here and remember Ashley Babbitt. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on uh, the Democrats' grandstanding that we saw on January 6th and the late Ashley Babbitt. Andrew, I'm doing great tonight. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. I'm glad that you mentioned Ashley Babbitt. This is the second year anniversary of the murder of Ashley Babbitt by Michael Byrd, a black guy, supposedly a Capitol Hill police, fired into a crowd of people and shot an unarmed white woman. I will say it again. A police officer fired into a crowd of innocent people who were protesting. No, I'm not referring to the riots of 2020 and 2021 when COVID first hit, when the media revved up this entire lie that police officers were killing black men, black men whom they don't care about, black men whom they are trying to make or turn into trans women, a police officer fired into a group of people who were protesting. Again, don't don't get it confused with the riots of 2020 created by the media. 
This police officer, Michael Byrd, fired into a crowd and shot and killed Ashley Babbitt in cold blood. Not too long ago, Joe Biden decided to hand out awards, civilian awards, to police officers and, I guess, uh, regular citizens for what he said they did on Jan 6 to protect the nation's capital. The nation's capital, whom a lot of Black people could care less about, because if you remember during 2020, 2021, they wanted to burn it down when Trump was in it. Well, that was the White House, and they could care less about the Capitol. Now all it was, the Capitol is so revered. Indoctrination by the media that people can't see, that they're not standing for anything. And as Andrew oftentimes said at the end of the show, stand for something, you'll fall for nothing. And that's what these people are doing. They're just falling for any and everything. And why? Because the media. The media tells them to think this way. Okay, let's think this way. Don't think this way. We won't think that way. It's not good. There was a president who once said that the media was the enemy of the people. He chastised the media. He came out and called the media out. The president was Donald J. Trump. He was spot on. Now, there were some in the media who said, oh, he shouldn't say that. There were some on the conservative side that said he shouldn't say that. And I don't know why they were trying to chastise Trump for calling it out, because the liberal media attacks them all the time. They don't try to protect them. They don't try to stand up for them. The same way they didn't try to protect or stand up for Ashley Babbitt. So she's dead. And interestingly enough, on the day that Joe Biden decided to have this little dog and pony show to honor folks on Jan 6, they conveniently arrested Ashley Babbitt's mom in D.C. And for what? What was she doing? What was so wrong? Just because she was the mom of Ashley Babbitt, she was trying to draw attention to her daughter's death? No one arrested Breonna Taylor's mom when she was trying to draw attention to her daughter's death or Sandra Bland's mom. A George Floyd's family, no one arrested them. But Ashley Babbitt's mom, oh, we've got to arrest her. We've got to shut her down. I wonder who gave the orders to do it. You know, at this point, I'm sick and tired of people trying to cover up for the police. Oh, you're attacking the police. I thought the police were good. Yeah, the police are good. But under the FBI, they're not. They're corrupt. And they know who we're talking about. I don't have to go through and say, well, not all the FBI, you know, something. No, we got to stop that. We got to stop it. Because we know who we're talking about when we're saying the FBI is corrupt, when we're saying the, the CIA is corrupt. When we say the FBI is corrupt, I think of Christopher Wray. When I say the Department of Justice is corrupt, I think of Merrick Garland. I don't think of anyone else. I don't see anyone else. Now, of course, they have henchmen up under them, like James Baker, who left the White House, went to work for a private institute, and then he ended up Twitter censoring Americans. I wonder what's in those files about Ashley Babbitt. And, and we know, speaking of Twitter, we know that the FBI and the CIA did something wrong. Well, I say something. Well, they colluded. And they supplanted Joe Biden in the White House. Now, remember when that happened in Libya with Gaddafi? Remember when that happened with the mullahs in Iran? Remember when that happened in, what was it, uh, Venezuela with Maduro? And the list goes on and on and on. Look at Putin and Russia. Whenever their secret service organizations supplanted the leader at the top, we condemned it. Why aren't we condemning what happened to Joe Biden? Joe Biden didn't win the election of 2020. He did not win the election of 2020. Now, some of you are probably saying, oh, here we go again with the election denier. The media is telling you that we are election deniers because they don't want to accept their role and their responsibility. And there's no one to hold them accountable the same way there's no one to hold Michael Byrd accountable for killing Ashley Babbitt. And then on the second year anniversary of Jan 6, 
which to me was simply a college boy prank, was just a protest that the FBI instigated, that the FBI allowed to happen, that Nancy Pelosi, the former Speaker of the House, refused to get Capitol Police to protect the perimeter. She and Muriel Browser, the mayor of D.C., they refused to do it, simply refused. Oh, no, we don't have time for it. We can't do it. We're busy doing something else. So they're not held accountable. So because Joe is making a this Jan 6 to be this like solemn moment, handing out all these awards, and there's no accountability, no one to call them out and say, no, this is wrong. This will continue. And it pains me to say this, Andrew, but after recent events, things that have happened, the 2022 election, we know there was malfeasance that took place. The 2020 election, we know, and Twitter is showing us that, but there's no one to hold them accountable because no one in the media wants to put this out there. They've completely ignored it. Maybe we have lost. Maybe we've lost everything. And no one wants to accept it. No one wants to see it. Because when you look around you, you look at what's happening around you. You look at we the definitions of things are changing so quick in, in front of us. And the fact that a woman was killed and people were making light of it. We've lost. Maybe we, maybe we have lost and no one has bothered to tell us. Or we don't want to tell ourselves that we've lost. But what did we lose? We've lost our country to this left-wing ideology. Kevin McCarthy the other day won Speaker of the House. In the process of... Members of his own party trying to hold him accountable to make certain he's going to do what he say he's going to do. You had Republicans calling those other Republicans terrorists, saying that they're evil. They're bad. They're bad people for not voting for McCarthy, which is what the left always says, which is what the media has portrayed us as being, us being Republicans. They're white supremacists. They're evil. They want to tear down the country. MAGA is bad. MAGA is evil. Oh, MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. But those words are never used toward Democrats only toward Republicans. And then when we adopt the same ideology, we adopt the same term and call each other radicals, terrorists. We're no better than the Democrats. So is it all for show? Yes, McCarthy, he finally got it in the wee hours of the morning after 15 votes, 15 tries. And so we're saying, well, what are they holding out? It's just 20 people that were holding out. And all while this was going on, you had Joe on the other side of D.C. honoring Jan 6, as if it was something solemn. But when it comes to 9-11, he gets 13 soldiers killed in Afghanistan so that he could have a victory lap for 9-11. But then when it doesn't materialize, all at once the media says, oh, 9-11 is nothing. Move on. And like clockwork, people moved on. But when it came to Jan 6, something that they want to tie Republicans to and say, it's your fault, you're bad, you're evil. Oh, they'll praise that. And what do Republicans do? They just roll over every time and look the other way. And that is the reason why so many Republicans felt comfortable attacking the 20 Republicans who were holding out and saying, we don't want McCarthy. And they referred to those individuals as being evil and bad. Why? Why not just let democracy take place? That's what democracy is. That's what democracy is supposed to be. And we wouldn't have to worry about Democrats cheating. And as this process was going on, I was looking at the room with all these Democrats that are sitting down. I'm like, man, they won. They've managed to label Republicans as terrorists, and then Republicans label other Republicans as terrorists. They're able to label Republicans as white supremacists, and then Republicans will label other Republicans as white supremacists. So when I heard the story about this Santos guy in New York, they said, oh, he lied, he cheated, he did this. Oh, we got to get, I'm like, I don't care. Why should I care? The people put him there, let the people vote him out. 
Republicans can't kick him out. It has to be the people because they elected him. Why do we care? We should be more concerned about Joe Biden being impeached. Why hasn't anyone said, let's impeach Joe Biden? He's in the position illegally. He didn't get it right. You can challenge me on it all you want to. Then I'll present to you the Twitter files and say, okay, what does this mean? Oh, well, the FBI, the CIA, they can do this and they can do that. No, they can't. They're not supposed to be involved in our elections. That brings me back to Ashley Babbitt. If the Democrats hadn't won, if the left weren't winning, the wrong that was bestowed upon her, that she was killed in cold blood, the person who did it would be in jail. But he's not. He's out giving interviews. I'm surprised Joe Biden didn't give him an award. Maybe that would have been a bit too much. But they did give some people awards. Then you got this guy that you alluded to, Andrew, Michael Fanon, the police officer with all the tats, another subject matter expert, just like Michael Avenatti, the disgraced porn lawyer who's in jail now. It's amazing how these people become subject matter experts, and they're just as crooked as the day is long. Just like the 50 or 100 intel officers that swore up and down that the Hunter Biden laptop is probably Russia disinformation. We don't know for certain, but you can take our word for it because, you know, we work for the government. Who's going to hold them accountable? If right was right and wrong was wrong, they would be before the Hill and testifying. And maybe that's the reason why they gave McCarthy such a difficult time in getting the speaker position. Maybe they knew that, you know, he says that he's going to go after these people, hold them accountable, but he's not going to really do it. He's not going to really hold the FBI accountable or the CIA. He's not going to really have uh, Christopher Ray to come before the Hill and testify as to what he knew and what he didn't know. He's not going to let it be open. He's going to want to go behind closed doors, and then people will forget about it, and then nothing is done. Because again, if he was serious, and if right is right and wrong is wrong, they would already be saying, we got to impeach Joe Biden. Well, he, he didn't do anything with the election. He, they elected him. Okay, fine. Okay, let's look at their borders. He's allowing the country to be invaded by illegal immigrants. Or whether they're innocent, no, the Constitution doesn't say anything about being innocent. You're supposed to protect our borders. He isn't doing it. Now, maybe the other Republicans who were behind McCarthy, they don't want to go that route. They want just as business as usual. We'll, we'll try the next election. You don't get it. You won't win another election. There would not be another election until election integrity is tantamount, is at the top of the list, and we resolve it. You can forget about it. I don't care who you put there. No one will win because Democrats will constantly cheat, as they did before with the CIA and the FBI, and no one will say anything about it. It goes back to Ashley Babbitt. If there was right and wrong, Joe Biden would never be having some special ceremony for Jan 6. We'll be looking at Ashley Babbitt and say she lost her life and it's unpleasant and it's unfair. And the police officer that killed her in cold blood, he's got an answer to someone. The same way the officer that shot Dante Wright, and she was in the right to shoot him for what he was doing, but she went to jail. So why didn't Michael Byrd? Why hasn't Michael Byrd gone to jail? Or why hasn't there been a trial? If right is right and wrong is wrong. All these things are so connected and people can't see it. And Andrew... It's really unfortunate, plain and simple. Yeah, very well said. And it definitely is. Um, our prayers are with Ashley Babbitt's family. Up until this day, we know they're still having a hard time with losing the loss of her. Uh, you're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast on a 
the America Out Loud iHeartRadio channel. It's our new time slot. Be sure to check out the network all day long. Tons of great shows. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Hood. Cold and flu season is here. Wouldn't it be great if you had a way to minimize airborne viral threats? Well, now there is, and it's a pulvinone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray called Cofix RX. You might even say it's just what the doctor ordered. To reduce your chance of getting hurt, you wear a safety belt when you're driving. To limit sun damage, you wear sunscreen on the beach. Cofix RX is just like that. It's an additional layer of protection. It's sold by thousands of pharmacists and medical doctors nationwide. It's made right here in the USA. Again, it's a pulvinone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray. You've heard them talk about it here on the Outloud Network over and over again. Check out CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com for a retailer near you or use coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off at CofixRx.com. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew. Going to cover quite a few things in our last couple segments. First thing I want to talk about is Elon Musk and the new Twitter still um, releasing the Twitter files. Although, unless if you're following over there on Twitter, you probably wouldn't know it because the mainstream media is giving it absolutely zero coverage at this point. But he's still releasing... um, the collusion that we've seen with the Democrat Party, with big tech, with Twitter, we know this wasn't just going on with Twitter. It was going on with Facebook. It was going on with Instagram, uh, all the apps that we see. Uh, the DNC and Democrats were colluding with them to censor conservatives. And the Twitter files have been very uh, helpful and relevant to the national discussion. And we see the mainstream media completely ignoring it. Um, the Fauci files are coming up about the gain-of-function research. That should be very interesting. And all the censoring they did around COVID-19. We know America Out Loud's own Peter McCullough was actually uh, kicked off of Twitter at one point. And he's been brought back. We're happy to see him back. And not only is Dr. Peter McCullough back, but um, Elon Musk brought back 
General Michael Flynn over the weekend, which I was very happy to see. Uh, General Flynn's always been a nice guy to me anytime I've ever went out to interact with him. He's always responded. Uh, He's always followed my accounts, so I appreciate that. Uh, Michael Flynn is a guy that I'm happy to see back on Twitter, and it just goes to show that Elon Musk is cleaning things up around there. Uh, Still has not appointed a new CEO because he can't find someone that would do an adequate job at the job. Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, General Flynn being brought back to social media, being brought back to Twitter? I think it's a good idea. I think slowly people will be brought back to Twitter. It's just unfortunate that Twitter does Twitter isn't a huge doesn't have a huge population of people following like Meta, but yet still it's very influential. And it will take some time for Elon Musk to find a CEO of the company. I think that when he first made the announcement or he put out that survey, you know, should I or should I step down? People, oh yeah, step down. And you know the people who said it? There were people from the left, people who claimed they left Twitter, but they're still there, keeping up devilment, you know, wondering and looking and seeing who who's doing what so they can start tattling on them and giving them uh, a lot of uh, angst and anxiety. But this, at the same time, he will find it difficult to find someone to take it because whoever takes it, the left is going to attack them. That's what happened with Trump during the Trump years. It was very difficult for him to find people to staff because the left would attack them. Why aren't we calling them out? Why aren't we calling them out as being the radicals that they are? Why are we sitting on the sidelines and allowing this to happen? They've managed to label all Republicans as being racist. Anyone who's a MAGA, you're a racist, you're a a white supremacist. Why are we allowing them to attack innocent Americans because they don't share their left-wing ideology? And we make nice with them. We give them too many concessions. That is the reason why in the White House right now we have men walking around in dresses. And people are saying that it's okay. It is not okay. It is not okay. It is not okay that they're pushing this wayward agenda in our schools. It's not okay. Yes, I'm passionate and I'm angry about this. None of this is okay. Well, if we don't, we're not being polite. No, it's not about being polite. It's about right and wrong. Men can't have babies. Men can't have periods. Period. Social media platforms should not be censoring Americans. And I'm tired of these excuses with, well, it's the private company. They can do what they want. No, no, no. Because they're on public waves. They're getting, they're protected by Section 230. This has got to stop. But there are no Republicans to push this and say it has to stop. We just roll over. And then when we have the opportunity to make a change, as we did with Leader McCarthy, were attacked. Oh, you don't want to support him, but what has he done for you lately? What is he going to do for you? The fact that he allowed that omnibus bill to be passed and pushed through, and he wasn't able to get people to support him and say, no, we're not going to do it. We're going to wait for the next Congress. Maybe that's the reason why there were so many reservations. Maybe that's the reason why it took so long for him to get to that position. But no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to say anything. 
Just don't just give it to him. Oh, it's his turn. It's his time. Give it to him. He can smile. He can raise money. Maybe that's the problem, raising the money. And we all know you need money to run these elections. Come on. We're not dumb. But there are too many Republicans with deep pockets sitting on the sidelines waiting for I don't know what to happen to happen, and it's not going to happen. But what has happened is that the Democrats have managed to take control of just about everything, everything that's important, control of the media, control of your education system, control of the narrative, everything, control of the government. The government is corrupt. D.C. must leave. I mean, the capital must leave D.C. Our country's government must leave D.C. D.C. is a swamp. And then the only saving grace we're looking at is Twitter. Elon Musk, who wasn't even born here. He's a naturalized citizen. He is, however, a true African-American. And being an African isn't the color of your skin, the way Democrats would lead you to believe. You can be an African and you can be white, but they'll say, oh, no, 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 you're not, you're not African. Why, why not? You were born there, just like people coming across the border, born in the States, and they're now at a US, a U.S. citizen. What's the difference? You see how I flipped that again? <laughs> It's not difficult to do. Right. But the left control it so they can do whatever. And we don't push back. And I'm telling you, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of losing. When I look at our country and when I say losing, yeah, we lost 2022. We should have we should have won it by, like I said, a landslide. There should we should have there should have been a red wave. But while we're attacking McCarthy, look at McConnell. Right. It's just we're going in with the same leadership that we had last time right now. I mean, we've got Ronna McDaniels, Kevin McCarthy, and Mitch McConnell. It's the same pack. Um, that lady that's running against Ronna McDaniel, her name always escapes me, but she's really good. I hope she takes her spot. Uh, Hamit. Hamit, yes, that's her name. Yes. Hamid. Yeah, I mean, she should, but look at, look at how these swampers will fight tooth and nail to protect their turf. They've done absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah, they will. Kevin McCarthy was not going to um, step down. I don't care how many votes it was. I mean, this guy thought he was entitled to Speaker of the House. He felt entitled that no one can let him out. He should be there. And when the thought came up, well, maybe we should give it, let a black person take that position. And it's not that like, like a token, like what's his name, the guy that's on the Democrat side. I mean, he clearly is a token. And as I've said before, when you look at his history, Hakeem Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries, you look at some of the things that he's done, the guy is a token. He is a Democrat's token. Byron Donalds, on the other hand, he has principle. He stands by it no matter what. When they nominated him, he said, yep, I'm going to nominate myself. I'm not going to just fall in with the swamp and say, I'm not going to. No, I'm going to nominate myself. And that should have been a cue. Republicans to say maybe we should look at him. Yes, or, or maybe maybe they couldn't because maybe they're looking at it through a racial lens. Oh well, maybe it's not time for a black man. No, oh, I don't. Oh, it's uncomfortable. But will the party like it? Who cares what the party like? It's time for a change. But I think the biggest selling point for McCarthy was that oh he raised money, which was the same thing with Nancy Pelosi. And I'm so sick of them trying to give her all these accolades. Oh well, she wouldn't put this would never happen to her. Oh, she would have not had all her votes in order. Oh, she would have because she would have gone out and threatened all the members and said, if you don't vote for me, I'm not going to give you any funding when it's time for your election. And remember, I've got deep pockets. I'm from California. It's a big state. Now you guys got to remember. That when she got ready to take the speakership when Trump was elected, there was a black woman 
fudge who wanted the position. And they told her, oh, we better call her in and tell her, you better get back. You can't take this position. This is for the white woman, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, exactly. Said anything about it. They, and Andrew, it was quiet. They didn't make up a kerfuffle about it. It was quiet. And Nancy just stepped right in. Although you had a black woman say, hey, I want the position. Because the Democrats had told us throughout the election, 2020 election, that, oh, it's time. We don't want any white men. We're tired of white men. We don't need all white men. Simone Sanders was the big woman. She was, oh, oh, white <laughs> women. Oh, we don't want any. No, the part is time over. It's time is over for white. We don't need an old white man running the party. It's white right. privilege. But yet yeah. still, look at who's at the top of the party. Speaking old, of black women. An old, let me make this one statement. An old senile white man who should be in jail, who should be impeached, but because he and his white son, Hunter Biden, have Democrat white privilege, nothing will be done. Now, speaking of black women, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, speaking of black women, Cori Bush actually went oh, after uh, Byron Donalds, basically called him a race traitor. His response was, Cori Bush, if you see a black man rise, let the man rise, even if you disagree with him. I'd be happy to sit down and debate our policies one-on-one -on -one whenever you'd like. As a black man to a black woman, I'd never do that to you. It's a shame you did that to me. And Cori Bush, in typical race-baiting fashion, goes on to say, you worked to overturn the 2020 election and embrace Trump's MAGA fascism. It is not rising, Byron. You're being used. It helps you politically at the expense of our community. That's what's shameful. It's clear which party promotes white supremacist chaos and which works against it. Cori Bush, who I think arguably might be the dumbest woman in Congress, um, <laughs> she once made a statement that Poor people should be taxed like rich people, not realizing that rich people already are taxed at a higher percentage than poor people. And she was serious. And this was after she was elected in Congress. I mean, this is how intelligent this woman is. But uh, what are your thoughts on Byron Donalds? I thought it was a good response from him and uh, really uh, not classy, the response by Cori Bush. It was an excellent response. Uh, Cori Bush is an afterthought. She only has a position because, again, because of tokenism, because what has she done for the black community besides set them up and pull a, put a bull's target on their back, making people think that they're giving preferential treatment over you? Now, just think about it. Over time, the amount of anger and resentment that's going to be formed by people because she wants to elevate black people, just give them a position because of the color of their skin. I mean, she even said once, you know, I need to have police protecting me and my black body. Okay, whatever you say, whatever you say. But see, they're allowed to say that because they're Democrats. No one will challenge them on it because if you challenge them on it, you're perceived or looked at as being a bad person. You're looked at as being not wanting to comply. You're just bad. You don't like us. I'm, Andrew, I'm, I'm really sick of it. I really am. I'm so sick and tired of this. And I'm going to say one other thing. Just going back to McCarthy and, you know, looking at right and wrong and what's right and what's wrong and needing a change. We need a purge. And it can't – it doesn't have to take a long period of time. Right. We have people in place to do it. Dan Crenshaw, <laughs> we need to run a really strong conservative against him. I think he yeah. got that position because he was a uh, – an Iraqi war veteran or something. So people felt sorry for him. And I got to admit, I thought he was a good person, but now looking at him, he came in, he's part of the swamp. 
Yeah, um, on social media, everyone calls him uh, Eye Patch McCain, which I think is a little harsh, but uh, no, nope, it's not harsh. Yeah, yeah not harsh. even like uh, I saw Wayne Dupree tweeted it the other day, calling him Eye Patch McCain. It's just surprising to see some of these people come out and call him that because it kind of is um, disparaging him, even though he had got wounded in service. But uh, he kind of deserves it at this point. I mean, this guy has just turned his back on all America First Patriots. Well, the thing is that we've got to stop apologizing, feeling sorry for these people. They've got to have thick skin. That's the problem with people today. They right. don't have thick skin. You say something, oh, you hurt me. I was looking at this uh, meme online, some social book platform, and they were comparing football players or athletes to soccer players. And I said, when a football player gets hit, he bounces back and just keeps going. Football player, uh, Basketball player gets hit. He just looks and says, oh, did you hit me? But the moment a soccer player gets hit or harmed, he falls out and kicking, oh, mommy, oh, man, the number, and, and when you look at it, it seems that way. The soccer players are so genteel. If you bump them, it's like, oh, it's like everything is just crashed in. And, and, and I think that's the way a lot of people are here in America. Our feelings, we are so sensitive and have become so desensitized to what's happening that, again, we don't know right from wrong. Yeah. When we see right, we look at, oh, no, that's not right. Because clearly, <laughs> I mean, Ashley Babbitt, she, she should be considered a hero. She's a woman. She's a vet. She was a veteran. And they're making it seem as if her death is nothing. And then you have all these other characters. You look at when they hit Trump off Twitter, they were okay with it. And then the moment Elon Musk says, I'm going to suspend these reporters, we're not suspending them, I'm going to just like forget, put them in a jail, whatever they call it, Twitter jail for a week. Oh, I can't believe this. Oh, we can't report our stories and we can't do this and we can't do that. It's like, time out. The leader of the free world was kicked off a social media platform and you were okay with it? Look at Facebook. Oh, we're going to take Trump off because he's too, he's, he's too mean. He's this. And people will assume, now let's think about it. This is a social media platform. It has no pull. It has nothing. So we thought, Andrew, with the government. But now we know that the FBI and the CIA had somehow gobbled them up and they had become an extension of the FBI and the CIA and the judiciary branch. They were extensions. It was like an adjunct professor. Because in any other ordinary times, people would say, oh, Facebook, oh, please give me a break. But they had the power to silence a president so that he couldn't get his message out to his people. Twitter did the same thing because they were yeah. trying to create dissension. They were trying to take away the power of the people, and we accepted it, and we said they're private companies. They can do what they want to do, knowing that the media that's mentioned in the Constitution wasn't going to give Trump any airtime. So when he realized that he's like, let me go to social media, well, they're going to shut him down also. They all work together, and people see it, and they think nothing of it. They think that this is okay, and it is not okay. It never is okay. So why should it happen? Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. And um, Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene had a rough week last week. Uh, she came out and basically said that Byron Donald's being nominated – was the right trying to play identity politics. She says that should be kept on the left. And I would like to push back against that. I wasn't excited about Byron, Byron Donald just because he was black. I was excited because he's a young, fresh face. He hasn't been there long. 
He's a new look, a new perspective. So I take exception with her trying to say that um, a lot of us were just supporting Byron Donalds because he is black. And uh, she had a rough week. I mean, she was desperate for Kevin McCarthy to be elected. And she's got a lot of detractors. Uh, We're coming up on the end of the segment. We'll have Rob react to that when we come back. But uh, I think she's dead wrong. And anyone else who has said that, that the Republicans only nominated Byron Donalds because he's black and they're trying to play identity politics. That was not the case at all. We're excited about Byron Donalds, at least speaking for myself, because he's a new, fresh face. He's only been there a couple of years. He's not ingrained in the swamp. He stepped up and started voting for himself, which is what a real leader would do um, when people are asking him to answer the call. He did exactly that. So uh, I see a lot of potential in that guy. I hope uh, in the future, perhaps maybe in a couple of years, he maybe will step up to that position. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we are so happy we tried Healthy Cell. You can go to HealthyCell.com, and it costs nothing to go to the website, read all the great reviews, and you can save 25% off your first order with the promotion code OUTLOUD. So go to HealthyCell.com, use the promo code OUTLOUD, read the reviews, check out the products, and see if anything works out for you. It makes a great gift for a friend or family member or a loved one of any kind. Go to HealthyCell.com and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. Last block of the show. And Andrew had introduced a segment on Marjorie Taylor Greene saying that if we voted for Byron Donalds or putting him up was akin to what the Democrats are doing when they're doing identity politics. No, no, Marjorie, not at all. I don't know what you're cooking up. You are a firebrand. You know, I'll allow you one little slip up, which was a major slip up. Sometimes it's best to keep quiet when you don't know what to say. I wouldn't have said anything if I were her. The left is already going to label her as being a white supremacist. So why even tread further into that? 
The man said they nominated me and I'm going to nominate myself. Why wouldn't they? And why shouldn't he? And the party needs a change. Maybe you should have nominated yourself. We, we're, we, it's time to get past these old white men who are in the swamp. Mitch McConnell in the swamp, going out with Joe Biden. I mean, if anyone doesn't have a problem with that, then you shouldn't be in the Democrat. I mean, the Republican Party. There is no reason why he should have gone out with Joe Biden. Joe Biden could have done that himself. In fact, he should have told Joe, Joe, you're not welcome here. But just like clockwork in 2020, when Joe Biden stole the election, Mitch McConnell made a phone call and said, oh, Joe, congratulations. Now that we know what we know, that it was the, act, the election was actually given to him. It was stolen. They made certain. And they hit their tracks extremely well. But now Twitter is exposing it, but the media doesn't want you to see it. They're not talking to you about it. And that's the reason why I'm going to introduce that in everything that I say, because to me, it is important. It is worse than Watergate. This is the first time in our history that an election was stolen. And with all the evidence, there's all the evidence there. there. And people are saying, oh, no, there's nothing there. there there's no there there. They haven't given us enough. What else do you need? It's all there. You didn't have anything for Russia collusion. But many of you on the left and the right, oh, yeah, there has to be. Well, we got to find out what happened. Every night, like clockwork, Fox News, they were coming out. Oh, yeah, there's something here. Yeah, there's something here. We got to look at it. And the president responded this way. And the president said this. And then even Trey Gowdy came out and said, if the president is innocent, he should shut his mouth up. And then once he saw the information, once he saw the evidence, he's like, mm, I think I see why Trump is always upset. Bill Barr said the same thing, but now all at once, oh no, don't say anything. Keep quiet. There's no here, there's no there there. So Marjorie, it's going to come back on you too. So you better be careful. And she was one of the biggest defenders of the Jan 6 folks. She was going out saying, why don't they have access to attorneys? And then she's going to say this about Byron? I mean, what is it that, is she and Kevin, are they spooning or something? <laughs> I want to know. What's going on here? Who's spooning who? <laughs> and, even, and, and I've got to say this. I love Trump. But is he and McCarthy spooning now? McCarthy came out and spoke against him on Jan 6. Big time. No, I know that, right. I know he went to Mar-a-Lago and Trump probably slapped him around. But in my opinion, uh-uh. That's an offense you just don't do. Because McCarthy saw a way for him to get in. He felt that, hey, if I stand up, I know now I'll get that speakership. People, you got to wake up here. You got to wake up. If you don't know what to say, it's best to keep quiet. Do and then we have this. Go ahead, Andrew. Uh, just a side note. Do you think McCarthy has promised Trump that he's going to back him in his 2024 run? Is that the Absolutely. reason Trump, Trump I, I, was backing him? 100%. And you watch and see McCarthy will do an about face and say, well, no, I'm just going to stand on the sidelines. But that's when he sees that Trump, there's no way he's going to get this. I'm going to stand on the sidelines. Well, I'm going to go one even further. There is no way a Republican will win the presidency if we don't wake up and start fighting back. Okay. You look at the woman on the Hill the other day, and Andrew, I think you're going to talk about this. Katie Porter reading a book. Why isn't the right wing media giving her a hard time and talking about her doing that? Instead, they're talking about, whoa, well, these 20 Republicans, why won't they just go ahead? What do they want? And what are they doing? And this, and it's like, what about just saying this is how democracy works? Yeah. This is what we do. Go ahead, Andrew. She wasn't just reading a book. The book was called <laughs> The Simple Art of Not Giving an F. 
And Democrats were there all week last week, laughing, having a good time, bringing popcorn. Cat Hammock said that they were drinking alcohol on their side. Um, they're acting like it's, they're celebrating the Republicans not coming to a conclusion on the Speaker of the House is. But the fact is, they lost. They're in the minority. I mean, I don't understand why they're all in such good moods, acting so happy. They're the losers. Um, well, what's your response to Katie Porter, despite being a loser? This is a woman who barely wins her district. She's probably not going to win re-election next time. So now she's looking at running for Senate in California because it's a lot bluer than her district is. Uh, and Democrats love her. She's got a loud mouth. Uh, she's a big woman with a loud mouth. And <laughs> a they big keep... woman. <laughs> oh, yeah, she is. And they constantly prop her up. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Katie Porter and the Democrats acting like there was something to celebrate last week? I had never heard of her before. When you sent me that picture, I thought, really? Wow. Why aren't Republicans going after her? Her reading that book. And, and why don't they use the same thing that they would use for Republicans? Oh, our children are watching this. And there were children that were waiting to be sworn in with their parents. How could she? I guess they never thought about that. I would have called her out. But instead, you have Republicans getting ready to go to blows, like this one Republican is getting ready to take on uh, Matt Gates. Do you think he would have – who do you think would have won that match, Andrew? <laughs> do you think the guy would have won? I mean, he was a big – I mean, Matt Matt has a quick mouth. Uh I don't know. I mean, they had yeah, to pull we, the guy back. We saw the result. Uh, Mike Rogers was thinking, man, I do not want to come into work on a Saturday. <laughs> and uh, Matt Gates delaying the vote one more time just made him absolutely unhinged. <laughs> Never underestimate these people's uh, uh, want to take weekends off. I mean, to have to come in and vote again on a Saturday, that is not something they wanted to do. They wrapped that up at Friday night, even if it was at like two in the morning. Well, had he gone after, let's say, someone on the Democrat side, I would have, I would have been okay with it. Right. But going after you. I mean, come on. I mean, again, this was democracy at work, but they felt all this pressure by the media. Oh, they should go ahead. They should just wrap this up. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Why is it that we should just wrap? Why can't we stop and talk about this? Why can't we say, Kevin, if you want this, prove it to us. Why should we give this to you as opposed to, okay, we want, give it to him. No, this is how democracy works. Yeah, I wish Republicans would uh, directed that anger towards like Eric Swalwell or uh, Bingo uh, <laughs> Adam Schiff. I'd say go get him, buddy. But uh, at his own the teammate, it's supposed to be a fellow Republican. Just because he's not voting for the speaker that he wants, and I think it's very. Uh, sad kind of that these republicans seem to fight harder for kevin mccarthy than they fight for the american people and a lot of these spending bills i mean they were just backing this guy 100 percent, not willing to budge where is that fight when one of these budgets comes up and they cave each and every time yep. and vote for it well that's the reason why the omnibus bill was passed because Kevin McCarthy couldn't get the people together to say, hey, let's not vote for this. And in that bill, look at everything that's in that bill, to continue to fund the FBI so they can continue to go after Americans, continue to fund the CIA, to continue to give money to Ukraine and not protect our border, to continue with Joe Biden's socialist uh, agenda. Now, Joe is one. I mean, albeit his bills, have, it's destroying America. But why can't we go after them? 
And that's the reason why those 20 Republicans from the Freedom Caucus were saying, no, put the brakes on this. Uh-uh. He's got to work for this. We're not just going to give this to McCarthy simply because he should get it. And, we're, and Democrats are happy that he's going to get it. They're saying, oh, no, we don't want him to get it. Wink, wink. But we actually, we want him to get it. And then you have Hakeem Jeffries sitting there as if though he's like some great person. And you watch. Every time Hakeem does something, oh, this is the latest and the greatest. And McCarthy, oh, he's just a swamper. Oh, he's a nobody. But Nancy Pelosi, oh, she knew how to get the numbers, and she knew how to do this, and she knew how to do that. Give me a break. Take Nancy out of my sight. She's old. She's pathetic. She shouldn't have been there that long. And she shouldn't have been there. She should have given that position to the black woman. But no, they want an old white woman to get it. These people are so pathetic, and I am so tired of it. So I was glad when they were making him work, him being McCarthy, to work for the position. We're not just going to anoint you the way they anointed Joe Biden. No, that's not going to happen because we have Joe at the top and look at how frail and how stupid he is. Yeah, I said the word stupid. The guy's complete. He's an imbecile. Now, is McCarthy going to say, we want him to have a, a, some type of mental test done? We want to see the medical records. Are they going to hound him? Yeah. And uh, what do you make of Zelensky congratulating McCarthy right after he was elected GOP leader? He says, congratulations to GOP leader on his election as Speaker of the House of Representatives. U.S. support in all fields has been vital for Ukraine's success on the battlefield. We're counting on your continued support and further U.S. assistance to bring our common victory closer. I don't think he did McCarthy any favors with that tweet. What are your thoughts? No. But he's probably trying to uh, play to McCarthy so that McCarthy will continue the money coming in. McCarthy won't try to fight it because, like I said, that omnibus, omnibus bill is giving them a lot of money, a whole lot of money that Zelensky does not deserve. I can't believe that he's still around, to be honest with you. Seriously, I'm not trying to you know, put anything out there, but it, it just goes back to show you how deep the swamp is. We don't know right from wrong, wrong from right. We're just going with the flow. And the moment you have a few people that are going to stand up and say, this isn't right, all hell breaks loose. People get mad and they say, oh, you can't do this. You need to just go ahead and go with the status quo. Why are you Why are you even standing up? You're not going to win. Don't do this. No, no, no. We can't wait uh, years without having a speaker. We need one right now. Why do we need one right now? Nothing's going to change. Why? I mean, we're giving in to, dem- to the Democrats. A lot of them didn't want Nancy Pelosi, but they wanted, hey, oh, let's just give it to her because she's going to help us fundraise. Well, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look good. People seem that the Republicans, they're so divided. No, you're not divided. You're showing them how democracy works. All if, if McCarthy was a true leader, he should have come out and said, no, this is how democracy works. I might not like this, but this is the way it has to be. I don't want them just to give me something. I want them to see that I'm going to work for the people. I'm going to be a great speaker of the house. I'm not going to use this position just to springboard into corporate America and become some high-paid lobbyist or some high-paid falutin CEO. I am going to stand up. But he didn't do it. He allowed his little bulldog, Crenshaw, to go out and attack fellow Republicans as opposed to attacking – right, call them terrorists as opposed to attacking Mitch McConnell and saying, wait, you guys are looking at us. Look at what happened in the Senate. They're the ones who didn't win. We won. It was was margin thin, but we won. No one ever thought to say that. And of course the media isn't going to say it. They're not going to say, go after McConnell. He's the one who lost his election. He didn't win the Senate back. Yeah, and uh, we got to give our co-host Heather Robinson a lot of credit because she pointed this out from the beginning that the American people were going to get sick. 
of us supporting Ukraine and the depths of which we have went to support them. Um, The responses to Zelensky, Laverne Spicer, former guest we've had on our show, says, you've got to be joking, you pathetic little welfare queen. So now you got your boy Kevin and your little hands out begging for our money again. You disgust me. Mindy Robinson says, yeah, I bet you're glad your little sugar daddy made it through. We know you're money money laundering our taxes through foreign aid scams. How long before everyone else realizes you're running fake news stories out of Ukraine to cover your butt? Cat Turd (laughs) says, we're not your piggy bank. Go big somewhere else. So it seems like conservatives in particular are getting very tired of these handouts to Ukraine. Uh, I know I am. And that was one of the big reasons I was against Kevin McCarthy. This is a guy that went to the Zelensky speech with a Ukrainian flag in his pocket. Um, Just not good for Republicans, I think, Kevin McCarthy, because it does appear he's going to keep supporting Zelensky and this war in Ukraine, which is not what many Republicans want. You're right. It's not what Republicans want, but that's what the party establishment, the swampers want. They want to create this facade. You know, we should bring Laverne Spicer back on here because she's she she chops it up every time she gets here. She should have won yes. her election also. She should have won the election and had McCarthy and all the other uh, swampers got behind her. This is, again, he won margin thin, but it should have been a wave. McConnell did not win. He should have, but no one is no one is after him. Because the media is okay. They're glad that he didn't win. They're glad that he's supporting Joe Biden, that little turtle that he is. It's time to get him out. It's time to, as DeSantis says, chunk him across the Potomac. But it's also time, as I said in the first block of the show, it's time for us to move the nation capital from D.C. It's, it's too corrupt. It's too, we need a major overhaul of our government. We need a major overhaul of our judicial system. And the fact that Biden has put in place all these federal judges who happen to be left-leaning and they're women, it is scary. There will be no justice. There will be absolutely no justice. We will do a show on this because we've lost. I hate to say it, but we've lost. When you look around you and you see what the country has become and where it was, we have lost. We have lost the battle. We've lost the war. I don't know what else is there. What else is there for us other than us to throw a coup and take it back? And I'm not saying to overthrow the government now, but we've got to get a lot of people out of out of our party. We got to weed them out because we have lost on all fronts. We don't control anything. Think about it. We don't control anything. Nothing but the grace by the grace of Elon Musk, who's trying to expose all of this. And say, folks, look, look at what your government did. Look at what these people have done. Look at what Frachi has done. If we can't admit that Ashley Babbitt was killed in cold blood, how in the hell are we going to take on the FBI and the CIA who worked against the American people to overthrow the government? To overthrow the will of the people and put in Joe Biden. And they did it such that people look at it and they say, wait a minute, maybe they did it. No, they did do it. And we know that they did it. If we cannot stand together and call that out, that Jan 6 should not be celebrated. We should not be calling, making it a day. They'll probably try to make it an official holiday. If we can't do that, 
then how in the hell are we supposed to take back our country if we're unwilling to fight, if we're unwilling to stand up and push back? Well, the same way that no one wanted to stand up during the 20 election, 2020 election or the 2022 election, they were like, okay, just let it be. That's what they thought was going to happen with, with McCarthy. Just let it be. Don't say anything. Just let him take over. No, you can't do that. You have to stand up, Andrew, plain and simple. Yeah, very well said. Just a note for all our uh, listeners. Uh, I might miss a couple of shows here in the next couple of weeks. My schedule is uh, very uncertain at the moment, to say the least. Uh, you might hear uh, New York Post journalist Heather Robinson or B.B. Diamond take my place for a couple of episodes, which will be great because uh, they're always great co-host. And I know that they will do a fantastic job filling in. Thank you all for joining us once again tonight on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 8 or 7 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. Mountain Time. So get used to that new time slot. Or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>